0: On Every Main Street is a weekly program that takes a deeper look into the greater Lehigh Valley small, medium, and large businesses that might be found on every Main Street. Tonight, join me, Greg Caponia, as we invite WDIY listeners to learn more about the entrepreneurs with great ideas serving the communities in which we live. Good evening and welcome to On Every Main Street. I'm your host, Greg Caponia, and tonight, our first guest is Dr. Roland Kushner, who is on the board of the Martin Guitar Charitable Foundation. Full disclosure, WDIY is a fortunate recipient of a generous gift from the Martin Guitar Foundation. And Roland,
1: on behalf of WDIY, thank you. Oh you're you're welcome. It's nice to be nice to be back at the station. Roland, tell us about the foundation.
0: How did you how did how did it start?
1: Sure. Uh, the foundation started in uh, the mid-1990s. Uh, uh, C.F. Martin IV, Chris, is the sixth-generation leader of the company uh, in, in his family, uh, began that role in the early 1980s and the succeeding years. Uh, the company did well, was successful. The company always got lots of requests for charitable support and and uh, provided them uh, uh, Chris and, and his late wife Diane were uh, generous philanthropists, but at the time, at the mid-90s, they wanted to formalize the, the opportunities for mm-hmm. charitable giving, and so they established a, uh, the Martin Guitar Charitable Foundation.
0: Mrs. Martin was a uh, uh, quite a philanthropist. She uh,
1: she was a philanthropist. Uh, 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 you know, to to tell the full story, Diane Martin was uh, Chris's wife, and uh, she passed away in uh, early January of, of of this year, of two thousand twenty-two, uh, uh, after a, a long fight with cancer. She was uh, active on the the company board. And where I worked with her was on the foundation board, and she was a very strong advocate for human service causes and for causes affecting felons. She had a prior career in criminal justice. She was an elected district justice. And so she had, mm-hmm. uh, she had some awareness of issues in, uh, in the criminal justice system. And uh, the, the foundation uh, got some requests from organizations that use music to heal uh, uh, wounds caused by in- in- incarceration. Uh, to help families, children of, of uh, incarcerated individuals, people coming out of uh, uh, out of the prison system, and how music helped them. So those were oh, some of the terrific. those were some of the of the particular causes that she was interested in.
0: At Martin Guitar, uh, it's said that every day is Earth Day. How does that weave itself into the foundation?
1: Uh, the, the Foundation gives in uh, a number of program areas. The arts is one, uh, uh, with particular emphasis on, uh, on acoustic guitar music, and that's locally right. and nationally, but also uh, education. The largest single recipient of Foundation funds over the years has been Northampton Community College and its foundation. And environmental issues are another uh, key area, as well as uh, health and uh, human services in particular. So the environmental interest is affiliated with what goes on in guitar making. It uh, uses natural products, wood. So, uh, the company sources wood globally, and and uh, 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 Chris Martin, who's you know the leader of the foundation, mm-hmm. his his and the other the other directors really share a, a, a sensibility for sustainability. It makes sense. For the company uh, to do that it makes sense for the foundation and various uh, uh, nonprofits have approached us one locally is uh, lehigh gap nature center for example uh, which has uh, has been receiving foundation funds for some years
0: how many people are on the board of the foundation
1: if i've got everybody right there are eight of us uh uh, uh chris martin is the um is the foundation president uh, Diane had been vice president, uh, other officers. Um, uh, Jim Dunleavy, who is the chief finance and administrative officer, I'm not sure of his exact title, at the community college. He just joined the board as treasurer. Previously, the treasurer had been a, a, a retired Martin Company CFO. Uh, uh, Deb, Deborah Karlowich, who is uh, the retired uh, vice president of human resources from the company. Uh, Matthew Kennedy, who is Chris and Diane's nephew, and who has just joined the board of the company as well as of the foundation. So he works at the company. Uh, Dick Boak, who I think some of, some of WDIY listeners will sure. know through his music. Uh, Chuck Peischel, who's the the longtime uh, company attorney. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, recently, Mary Grohler uh, joined the board. She has been executive assistant. Chris for a very long time and, and uh, after he retired as CEO she, uh, she remained as, as his assistant and is uh, now on the foundation board and me and uh, I'm uh, from outside the company but uh, uh, familiar with what the company does familiar with the grant making and grant seeking process and I have an affinity for the same kinds of nonprofits that the company has funded over the over the years and recently so Roland
0: when you sit in that group of people at the foundation what makes you extremely you personally what makes you very proud
1: oh the opportunity to support effective nonprofit organizations get really good things done is uh is is what what i find attractive uh, i Consider myself very lucky. I, uh, I've, I've worked in nonprofit organizations. I study nonprofit organizations, uh, been part of my career and my work to look at that. So the chance to help some uh, is uh, pretty fine. Uh, and uh, unlike in a lot of nonprofit uh, positions, and you know this, Greg. I don't have responsibility for raising funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm asked for counsel and to participate in a group decision on uh, how to give them away in in, uh, in ways that will be helpful to to the people that the organization serve.
0: So let's talk about those decisions because sure. the Martin Guitar Foundation gives away – I don't like to use the word giveaway because there's a lot of we, thought we, that we, goes we. into this – but.
1: Sure, sure, and 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 I can I can speak a little bit about what that yeah, what that is. How does work? Uh, 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 sure, the foundation applicants who have who have not uh, reached out to the company before uh, to the foundation before there are links on the Martin Martin guitar website. But the the basic story is that we receive applications. We ask for a couple of page letter and some key facts uh, to be received in August, and then. Uh, we assemble those requests, and we look at them during the fall. We have one pre meeting where we make an an initial assessment. Can we uh, fund this request? Is this an appropriate request? Is it consistent with our objectives? Uh, what does it connect to in terms of what we 've done for such and such an organization in the past uh, there are There are some relationships that the foundation has that that have lasted for a very long time as i uh uh, and then we have a second meeting in early December where we ratify those decisions or change them and uh, uh, charitable foundations are required to give away certain percentages of their uh, of their assets and uh, we always meet that and and usually we exceed it by a little bit in uh, two thousand twenty one that amounted to just shy of four hundred thousand dollars in giving wow uh, so so that's a a uh, uh, a mid-sized foundation in the Lehigh Valley. And we should say that I
0: believe that there's been over 4 million dollars granted uh since it's inception. O- o-
1: over the years, that's correct. That's correct. So it's been a it's been growing recently because the company uh, and everything I'm saying here is uh, uh you know is is visible in public sure. record the, uh, uh the the company continues to fund the foundation, the foundation assets have grown over the decades with the stock market, and so that has made it easier. And, and uh, uh, recently, after uh, Diane Martin's uh, death, there were me- – I don't know how many, but there were many, many tens of thousands of dollars in contributions to the foundation that were made. In her memory, and that adds to sure that's the, the, nice the, 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 it's very nice, it's very nice and it's a it's a a, a a measure of the kind of impact that she had on people. She was uh, she was well loved.
0: When I look at the long list of people who have re- who have received grants, uh, it seems like there's two sides, uh, if you will, that there's the humanistic side of supporting things that are good in general. And then there's also an artistic
1: side where you support things that have to do with music. I, I can tell you a little more specific uh, about that. In terms of arts and culture in general, uh, we support the foundation. Supports WDIY happily. Also, Thank you. also supports uh, other public broadcasters sure. in, the, in the region. Not all of the foundation's giving is in the Lehigh Valley. About two thirds of it is, but the company has a national and, in fact, a global profile. So there are uh, there are nonprofit organizations uh, w- way outside the area who have. Interest that the, that the foundation wants to support: International Bluegrass Music Association, uh, the Museum of Making Music, the Musical Instrument Museum, uh, Metropolitan uh, Museum of Art has received funds over the years. Uh, but locally, uh, you know, besides uh, d- WDIY, many. Arts, uh, well-known arts and culture organizations receive support as well. Uh, Godfrey Daniels, is, uh, along with the foundation, is one of the only two or three that has received support every year since the foundation started. So that's a, that's a steady... Th- and, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing, that's right. And, and, uh, and there are some others besides the, the, the community college, the Y in Nazareth, food banks in Nazareth. So, so there's human service giving as well uh, in the Nazareth area. Uh, but also, for uh, broader Lehigh Valley uh, uh, causes second harvest community action, Lehigh Valley, uh, New Bethany Ministries, where I have a volunteer role as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, our grantees uh, and uh, Muhlenberg College receives some funds. We use it for uh, uh, programs to help uh, uh, business and art students understand the creative industries that's at the you know the place where i work so it's uh, uh it's a range of charitable organizations.
0: The music business is a business, isn't it? Well, sure.
1: <laughs> well, sure. And, and, and plainly, the success of the company over the decades has contributed to the ability of the foundation to make these gifts. The musical instrument industry, in many ways, did well during the pandemic pandemic. Because people were at home, and so uh, as far as I know, Martin and perhaps other companies are behind in in production because there's so much demand. So uh, some of that feeds over to the foundation for our, our future giving.
0: When you travel internationally and you see the Martin guitar logo someplace, it's a it's a big reach, isn't it?
1: Yeah, uh, just a few minutes before uh, uh, we sat down to do this interview, I showed Greg uh, a photo I'd taken of a trip to from a trip to Seoul, South Korea, where I saw a busker uh, standing outside, uh, and uh, he was standing underneath a m- uh, music store sign, and it had the logos for uh, for CF Martin uh, as well as for Gibson and for Yamaha and other companies. But th- but there it was in uh, on the other side of the world, and. Uh, uh, Martin guitars were certainly popular in uh, in Canada, where I was growing up, uh, and and still are. Ten percent of our audience is out of the country, so I'd like to
0: remind you that if you're listening out of the country, that uh, the Martin guitar is made right here in the Lehigh Valley.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a, a you know clearly a, a proud uh, you know something that, that the that the area is is proud of. Uh, I, I I had a, a trip through ABE. Uh, airport a few weeks ago, right. and uh, there's a, a permanent display that i'm I'm sure they're going to be that they' that they change with different uh, different things. So it's a tourism attraction for the. Uh, the area as well. I believe the they have had uh, they haven't had their plant tours for the last couple of years. That might be starting. That would be something for the company to to do. But there's you know there's lots of cross awareness between the company and the foundation. But the they make different decisions. On sure, that. Roland. We have
0: about a minute left sure. in our discussion. Why don't you summarize? the Martin Guitar Foundation for us?
1: Sure. Well, uh, uh, like many companies, Martin uh, t- tries to be generous in its in its community. Uh, uh, Chris and his late wife were, uh, I think, exceptionally generous philanthropists, and they wanted to do uh, a good job of it, to do it the right way. And uh, so they formalized it into this charitable foundation more than 25 years ago, and it continues to be a, a strong source of support for... Uh, great Lehigh Valley organizations, and I think that's the, the long term. Uh, Lehigh Valley organizations and those outside the area as well in, uh, in the areas of interest, and I think that's the intention for, uh, for coming years as well. Roland, where can listeners learn more? Yeah, you can look for information about the foundation at the Martin Company website, which is martinguitar.com. Well, once again, I can speak on behalf of us here at WDIY. We say thank you very much. And on behalf of the Foundation Board, happy to, happy to be helping.
0: Dr. Kushner, thank you very much for oh. being on Every Main Street. Always a pleasure, Greg. Thank you. You are listening to WDIY. We will be back right after this message.
1: Tune up your week with a great variety of jazz music on WDIY. Monday through Friday nights from 9 to 11 offers many choices from the world of jazz featuring traditional to modern styles plus Swing Sunday at 5 p.m. and Improvisational Jazz on the Bridge Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Listen for new releases, interviews with artists and information on upcoming performances right here on WDIY.
0: Welcome back to On Every Main Street. On this segment, we welcome Rocco Zagalia, the Director of Sales at TWG Security in Emmaus. Welcome, Rocco.
2: Hey, thank you. Appreciate, appreciate you having me.
0: Rocco, tell us a little bit of history about TWG. When did you begin doing business?
2: Uh, so, Actually, TWG started in uh, 2007 by our CEO, Mike Miller. Uh, he actually uh, started out of the basement of his townhouse in Albertus and um, has you know grown the company significantly since that time. Uh, he started out on his own for probably a few years, and then hired his first employee, and now we're up to about um, twenty-five employees. Wow! And 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 growing pretty pretty quickly.
0: What is a security technology integration company like yours?
2: So basically the, the easiest way to explain that uh, in, in layman's terms is that we, uh, we provide video surveillance s- systems for large to medium-sized enterprise clients and also um, access control, which means um, a lot of people don't really understand what access control is. But when you you go into a uh, badge into a door, that's considered access control. So I would say 95% of our, of our business is either video surveillance s- systems or access control.
0: Is there anything about these programs that the average listener might not think about? Because we've become pretty used to pushing a button or flashing a mm-hmm. badge. What's, what's going mm-hmm. on behind that?
2: So uh, a lot of these systems can integrate together now. Um, so, you know, security cameras can integrate with access control. So when somebody goes to, to badge into a door, um, they, can, they can be seen on a particular camera. So, you know, an operator and a uh, a physical security operator or security guard can actually see who's coming into that door, you know, and then also these systems integrate with uh, communications too. So, you know, when you see Motorola radios, things like that, they can integrate into video software and also access, access control software. So they all work very nicely together, whereas at one time they did not.
0: And does this change frequently? Is, does the, the technology change much?
2: Technology is ever-evolving. Um, you know, I've been here about two years and in that two year period, I've seen, you know, cameras change from, you know, just the analytics on the cameras themselves, um, to the access control, uh, you know, it just, it's just ever evolving. So talk a little
0: bit about the analytics. Uh, what does what does a camera see when it, when it sees
2: you? So really the cameras these days can see, uh, they can detect either, you know, uh, a person or a vehicle They can differentiate between the two. Um, you know, they can tell you how many people are in a certain location. Um, you know, the, the, uh, the analytics on cameras are, it's pretty amazing. Um, what they, what, you know, they can tell if someone has a red shirt on or a blue shirt. So it's pretty cool stuff.
0: Are you guys doing anything or will you be doing anything with facial recognition?
2: Yeah, we do. Yes. These cameras also have, also have facial rec on them.
0: So what else do you see coming in the future? Talk to us a little bit about the future of, of security. And what might be available through your company?
2: Uh, so, you know, we're, we're, we're looking into more and more uh, intrusion detection systems. Um, we are now selling what's called uh, Evolve units, where um, they detect wep- weapons of mass destruction. Um, they're, they're similar to a metal detector, but not really. You can have many people walk through these systems at one time, and they can detect, you know, weapons. And they can actually show you on a screen where the weapon is located on the person. So, you know, that's kind of where our company is moving. Uh, you know, besides, of course, video surveillance and access control, we're getting into more of the uh, the weapon detection stuff, uh, which is exciting for us.
0: So what, what does it detect? Does it detect the metal? Does it detect the substances that are uh, on the person? How does it work?
2: Yeah, so it detects it detects metal, uh, but it also detects, like, shape. Um, so, it, you know, it, it's, it's much better than metal metal detector itself because it actually, you know, can uh, detect the shape of a gun or the shape of, you know, some other, uh, you know, homemade bomb or something like that. So uh, it's pretty accurate when it comes to that. And again, uh, you know, we're starting to see stadiums and arenas use these because they can move people, you know, much quicker than Mm -hmm. one at a time through a metal detector. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty fascinating stuff.
0: Now, does your company work with any larger venues like that or larger companies
2: we do. Um, we're starting to see some. Well, you know, we're starting to see school districts use these. We we do work with some of, some of the arenas and uh, stadiums. So you know, it's it's becoming it's becoming a, a product that people are really starting to notice.
0: Let's remind people we're talking with Rocco Zagalia, the sales manager at uh, TWG Security, located in Emmaus. Now, your company's growing pretty quickly, isn't it?
2: Yeah. So we're we're pretty proud of that. Um, we've been named to uh, Lehigh Valley Business fastest growing companies i think for the past six or seven years uh, we've been on the inc 5000 list for the last five you know and we're, we're continuing to hire and grow here locally um, so you know again emmaus based the company started in albertus uh, and we're you know we'll always be a local local company that provides local service
0: i'm guessing this is a pretty competitive space
2: It is. Uh, It is competitive. But, um, you know, because we do provide that local, localish uh, flavor, you know, that's that's really starting to be recognized because some of our competitors are on the national level. And, um, you know, customer service isn't always there. And we we try to pride ourselves on that.
0: Beyond the obvious reasons uh, to work with somebody local, what is sort of a special sauce that you get when you're working with somebody who is local?
2: Well, we we know the area. We know we know the Lehigh Valley, right? Um, you know, we 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 work with some of the larger companies in in the area, and we can talk to that. We can speak to uh, we could speak to a Parkland School District, or you know, uh, an Ocean Spray, or some of the local companies here in the Lehigh Valley that we're working with. And people get that. You know, when we say we work with a large hospital group in the area, you know, people understand that. So, you know, it's kind of the like proof is in the pudding, right? You stay local, you work with local companies, and and that continues to grow. So what would you
0: say is the most uh, requested service that you're receiving right now? Rocco, help us uh, with a solution to do what?
2: Yeah, so I mean, the biggest part of our business is the video surveillance systems. Um, You know, if I were to break it down, I would say probably 90% of our business is video surveillance platforms, Uh, you know, and that that usually opens the door to, to other things like access control and Intrusion detection and things like that.
0: So, when you run a video surveillance for somebody or they're running or you install a system, how long are those uh, videos archived?
2: Uh, That really depends on the client. Um, You know, sometimes a client has a specific time frame that they have to store video. So, you know, it might be a 60 day time period or a 30 day time period. It really depends on the client.
0: And is there a size of a company that you where you where you start dialing in? How big should a company be before they should call you?
2: Uh, like like I mentioned, we try to stick to the medium to larger enterprise clients, uh, but that's not to say we won't you know work with a smaller company. Um, we we would like to do jobs you know ten cameras and up. Um, you know fifty cameras and up is really our sweet spot. But um, you know again, we won't really turn a, a customer down if, if it's a good fit for us.
0: It must be an interesting sales process when you're trying to tell people what their security is worth. Does that make sense? Is that a fair question to ask?
2: Uh, it is a fair question, and I think a lot of companies recognize that. Um, you know, obviously, they want to they want to keep their employees safe, and they want to keep their customers safe. And uh, I think they realize that you really can't put a dollar amount on that. Uh, you know, we're also seeing a lot of companies using video surveillance for business operations, you know, slip and falls, things like that. So it's not just security anymore. It's a lot, of, a lot of safety and a lot of business operations, you know. So we're starting to see the doors open for that as well.
0: So tell me, when you go into a client, how do you assess a security risk?
2: When we meet with clients, we, we, you know, we really try and find out what their pain points are. They don't really, we don't really do risk assessments. That's not really our swim lane. But we will go in and talk to clients and, you know, find out, uh, you know, where they think their areas of of security concern are, um, how we can help them there, um, you know, certain vantage points that they're not seeing already. If, you know, if they already have a system in place, that, you know, can we can we help to improve that? Uh, you know, we provide training. Uh, we can take over systems. So that's kind of our swim lane.
0: And now you're a growing company. What kind of candidates mm-hmm are you looking for uh, when you're interviewing people?
2: I think everybody that I've ever, that I've talked to in the recent months is uh, it's kind of in the same boat here, right? Like we're looking for, we're looking for employees. Um, and I know they're out there. Uh, we're looking for mostly technicians. So uh, it's, it's sort of a specialized niche, but um, you know, we're looking for anybody that's really technical and, and can, can learn on the job. Uh, so that's, that's currently what we're, what we're looking for right now. This is
0: probably a pretty good career path, too. Security's not going away, is it?
2: Security is not going anywhere. <laughs> and, if, you know, they, if they get in with us, uh, they really have the opportunity to grow with a company and a great culture here.
0: How can we learn more about TWG security?
2: So we, uh, we have a website, obviously. It's the TWGsecurity.com. Uh, we also have an experience center here in Emmaus at our at our building. Um, you know, we would welcome people to to reach out to us, and uh, you know, if they want to come and see all the technology in action, you know, really uh, get a get a look and see how everything works together, and the cameras and the access control and all that good stuff. Uh, we would welcome anyone that wants to come and visit us here.
0: So it sounds like you get a little bit of a a, a tech update too when you take a visit to your store.
2: Absolutely. We, we bring in clients all the time. Uh, you know, we'll bring in an entire uh, school district in here and do what's called a lunch and learn. We'll provide lunch for them and we'll show them the latest and greatest in camera technology and things like that. So it's pretty cool. You know, you can talk to people all day long about video surveillance, but until they actually see it in action, you'll see the light bulbs go off.
0: We've been chatting with Rocco Zagalia from TWG Security in Emmaus. Thank you, Rocco, for being on every Main Street.
2: Absolutely. I appreciate the time.
0: I'm your host, Greg Caponia, and this is WDIY 88.1 FM. Have a good evening. Up next on WDIY 88.1 FM, news headlines from NPR, followed by our Monday night folk program, Folk Classics.